Hello, everyone, and welcome to Material Podcast, episode number 119, recorded on this very fruitful day, a very fruitful day for Google, indeed. I am Florence Ion, one of your hosts. And I'm Russell Ivanovich, one of your other hosts. And I am Andy Anatko, another one of those self-same hosts. Well, what, what, uh, I wanted to make sure that we talked Some about... Some things never change. Uh, Interrupting well, me, as always. <laughs> I don't remember I'm sorry, really Russell, this is not... I'm sorry, Russell, this is not... Oh, Andy. I also remember Andy, I'm so sorry. This, this is not my show. Please continue. Please continue. Oh, that's fine. I'm, that's fine. I'm really confused quiet. here. Normally, this is a, a three-person show. Sometimes if one of us is away, it's a, like a two-person show, which is a little bit sad. Um, suddenly, there's some kind of weird force. Are you guys hearing that fourth voice coming through? Is that coming through in your I headphones am. as well? I am. I'm excited for that fourth voice. I think it's a visit from the past. <laughs> <laughs> The ghost of material past. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Yasmin. How nice to have you back. Yes, thanks for thanks for letting me crash this material party. Uh, just as a note, Yasmin is here to represent herself and does not represent any thoughts from our employer or something along those lines. There we go. <laughs> and for those that don't know Yasmin, who, who is that employer? Where, where do you now work? Um... The, it's a company that uh, is a very big company. Does lots of many different things all over all over the world. Halliburton, Prime- <laughs> the Rand Corporation. Yes, I'm a, I'm Raytheon. A- <laughs> Samsung, Samsung. I, it's Samsung, isn't it? Samsung. Oh my it's Samsung. Goodness, See, now I think y'all are going to get me more fired instead of just me just flat out saying where I am. Uh, yes, I'm Yasmin Evian. I used to be one of the hosts here of Material Podcast for all the new listeners that are tuning in. But now I am a design advocate at Google. Um, so here, here's that. But I'm here on my own initiative, not representing any of the thoughts of Google. I assure you they're not the same. Right. We, we, we will protect you and you're, you know, you're probably too modest to talk about your work yourself. And even if you, even if you could, I'm just saying that as, as a design advocate, I'm very, very pleased and proud of the work you're doing. Every time a Google designer, you know, gets arrested, gets in a bar brawl, can't afford their own representation, that you're there to represent them in court and hopefully get, uh, get them off on a reduced charge of, you know, some misdemeanor public nuisance sort of stuff. She knows the uh, DA. Exactly. She's in tight. I am the DA. Oh. <laughs> nerd nerd humor there. Um but yes. One one eight hundred Yasmin. When we have when we have such such little stuff to talk about, I mean it just winds up just being, you know, chat, 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 Very wherever, few wherever things. our minds take us. Uh yes, it was this was a pretty big day for Google and people who like what like stuff that Google does, and also people who have thousands of dollars sitting around to instantly get on the Google store to pre-order stuff in the hopes that they or will get one. Or you use a credit card. <laughs> this nation was built on credit, so I <laughs> used my free abilities to use my credit to pre-order a Pixel 2. Oh, look, look, I just told look the America. World. We, have, we have credit over here as well, all right? It's not just points. an American thing. The difference is I get points. our massive credit agencies don't get hacked because we don't have them. Because there's no, wow. we don't have the whole credit rating system that wow. the weirdos have got. We, we let our, our big major institutions, our big four banks, we let them run the country and we let them run all our credit ratings and stuff. It's it's genius. Nothing could ever go wrong with this plan. Just stay quiet and silent, everybody. The oligarchs <laughs> have things well in hand. Here, Speaking of we oligarchs. have a new kind of Twix bar that has mint and tea flavors in it. Don't you worry about what we're doing with the money system. 
So so what so how do you want to do this? I I did take I did take notes on basically the 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 string of announcements that came down. We'll probably just go from the top to the bottom. Now you now Flo, so you bought the Pixel 2 or the Pixel 2 XL? So first obviously we th- these this story was kind of blown a few weeks ago. Obviously we're getting a lot more detail today and actually get to see the the shiny shiny uh but so what what which argument got you? Did you get the 2 or did you get the 2 XL phone? I got the 2 this time partly because like last year, I was too cheap <laughs> to spend the extra $200. Listen, I'm so cheap. I'm just going to be honest with everyone out there because I tell all of you to always buy, you know, the Google Protect, to buy like all the extra stuff that you might need. I don't do any of that. I am a terrible consumer. I throw caution to the wind or I buy a $60 OtterBox case, which is what I will end up doing <laughs> when I uh, leave the house. But anyway, so yeah, I went for the Pixel 2, the clearly white one, kind of bummed out because the kind of blue is apparently a Verizon exclusive, which first of all, is just like <laughs> the whole, I have a bit of cognitive dissonance, like Verizon's red, why is the blue one the exclusive? Like that doesn't make any sense. That should be AT&T. But anyway companies. They've really got to me. Um, I didn't buy that one, even though I am a Verizon subscriber because it was not unlocked. I didn't want to have to deal with that whole, like that whole ordeal of having to make sure it was unlocked, blah, blah, blah. So I just bought the plain old white one. And I bought a smaller phone this time because I decided that I would try it out. That's that's pretty good. They, they, They both got the same camera at least. So, and they were making a big deal of, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that the new BS uh, product feature for the second year running now is what did DxO Mark score the camera of this phone? And holy, holy cats, because uh, last month the uh, Apple was saying, oh, now the number that we got this year is slightly more than the number that Google got last year. Who with paid a 96. more? Google exactly. did. Right. I thought, I thought they just flipped the numbers around. They had 89 and now they have 98, which look awkwardly suspicious. It's like someone just went to the keynote slide and they're like, do, 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 do. The, the number goes here. The oh, highest score ever. Congratulations, us. It, it makes you almost think that they're trying to say, well, if 100 is the highest number, then they will never make a camera better than this. So those, there's no point in making any improvements to any camera of any kind after this. We've reached that point where uh, we've moved from the, what was it, the mobile first world to the AI first world. We've made an AI camera and we scored 98, clearly the highest score in existence because no one gets 99 or 100. So might as well just pack it in and go home. So to quickly answer your other question, Andy, because I really want to get this off my chest because I stayed up to watch this announcement. So in Australia, this was in Adelaide at least 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Um I was kind of half up already and I was going to go to bed and then I'm like, oh, but it's only 50 minutes left. And then for some reason, I just sat on the couch for another 50 minutes waiting for this announcement. And then Sundar's going on about this and I'm like, come on, let's get to this stuff. And meanwhile, it's 3 a.m., then it's 3.30 a.m. And it's finally like 4 a.m. until they're finished. And I get all excited. I'm like, ooh, Pixel 2 XL, this looks so good. And Panda, I I do love me the Panda colors. And then I go on the website (laughs) and they're like, oh, yeah, you can join the wait list here. I'm like... The, the what? The wait list? So this is the deal in Australia, and I'm not sure if this is the case in other countries as well. They're literally not selling the phone here currently on the Google Store. Um, I've heard some rumours that it's going to be a Telstra exclusive. So Telstra is kind of like our AT&T, I guess, here. Um, and it's apparently it's going to be an exclusive for a few months on this on this carrier, which is, 
I'm sorry, but for me at least, it's the worst idea in history. Like I'm going to have to walk into a Telstra store, which I'm sure is the same as AT&T over there or even Verizon. It's not fun. It's not fun going to one of their stores and trying to like yank a phone out of one of these sales representatives that wants to upsell you on like a million different things. They do sell them unlocked, hopefully, fingers crossed, and you can sometimes buy them outright if you ask, you know, really, really, really nicely. So I'm hoping that I can walk into a Telstra store and get one, but I'm kind of annoyed at Google. Last time around, it was here available on day one for pre-order from Google. It feels like we've gone backwards. We're meant to be going forwards. Oh, oh, well, that's just too bad. Too bad, Russell. I'm so sorry to hear that. (laughs) I'm not saying that after I joined the company, I found a way to make it more difficult for you to to beat me at this race. But um, listen... You know, I have direct connection to Sundar now, and I'm like, Sundar, listen, there's this great race that I've been battling with Russell for three years now. And, and sorry, yes, I mean, what, what, what are the last two wins. results been, just out of interest? Just listen, just listen, my mind. You, know, know. you know, details, details, details. As many of you know, yes, Russell, Mr. Competitive over there, Russell Ivanovich, has beat me, Yasmin, on every one of these Nexus and Pixel races. <laughs> So, so for people that are tuning in and don't know what it, what is happening here, uh, for for the many years that that Material Podcast has been active, uh, you know Russell and Yasmin have battled to see who could get the latest Pixel or the Nexus device, the great Nexus race of what is that twenty sixteen? No, twenty sixteen. We're in yes. twenty seventeen, Yasmin. Where are we? Oh, twenty fifteen. Then <laughs> we started in twenty fifteen though. Yeah, and the Great Pixel Race of 2016, and now the Great Pixel Race of 2017. I'm not sure you're going to win this one, Russell. All right, I'm yes, here me. to you, challenge you to a pixel off. You've literally just, in order to win this race, I've got to say you were absolutely trounced for the last two years. I mean, that's that's a little bit embarrassing, but I guess these things happen, you know. We, we all compete. It's about the love of the game. It's about the, you know, the camaraderie and all that sort of stuff. It's not about who wins. You know, it's definitely not about that. But now, <laughs> now you've taken a job. At the company that manufactures this phone, just so, just so you could take out this race, you know, finally. So, what what is your plan for this time around? How, how are you going to win? Listen, you may have won the last two two races because you live in the future, but there's something you need to know about me, Russell. Is that I'm in it for the long haul, and I am strategic about how everything I approach. And so, I realize that the only way for me to win is to get a job at Google. And so, I've infiltrated the system from within. So that I could block all the high high five stores or whatever you used to get your pixel from, to only <laughs> JB only high get five. Yes, that's what they call JB themselves. high five stores. <laughs> took him from there and only made it a Telstra exclusive so that I could win this uh, pixel race. Yes, I mean that's that's, that's, that's dirty. That's just that's I'm just, just kidding. I'm just gonna Australians, put it please don't don't hate me. Dirty. Don't hate me, Australians. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> So he has main fault. You you guys have never laid down the ground rules so that if technically let's say that you, let's say that she's in a meeting with like Sonar and like four other people and like Sonar like turns to like f- turns to like make an adjustment to the overhead projector and she were to like just accidentally mistake Sunahar's Pixel Pixel 2 for her own Pixel 1, the fact that she had it in her hands and was out the door before said, oh, Sunahar, I think we've switched phones. Could you then claim the victory as well as make a whole bunch of like Android Pay purchases based on someone whose credit rating I'm guessing is much better than mine? Listen, the, the rules are the first person to squeeze the pixel wins the race. No, no, the first person to squeeze their own pixel. You can't go around squeezing other people's pixels and then claim you've won. Just, I would say because then I'd beat all of you. Just, just because, <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that. Just be, just because, 
just because the assistant is only ever one squeeze away, and I quote that directly from the Google <laughs> Keynote, doesn't mean you can squeeze other people's pixels. It has to be your own. I will say that there is more competition at this race. Flo has entered the race. Andy, we need to know, are you entering the great pixel race? I'm above such petty things as acquisition of business. Realize wow. that I just bought a Pixel 1 like two months ago. So I'm I'm perfectly oh, fine. Yeah. Also, right. also I'm also I'm like if I you know if I if I maintain my youthful good looks and my fair play and uh, in evaluating things, I'm sure that Google will reach out and say, Oh, by the way, we've got your press loaner ready for you. Unfortunately, I can't help you with that, so I can't promise so you it's, anything. It's a three-way race, race then, that's right. So, Yasmin, have you ordered race. yours? It's been ordered. I Listen, this, this, is, this is what I did. I went to the Google store, and I ordered my Pixel just like every other human out there. Just like and every it other said, human. it just said every other person. I'm, I'm like you commoners. Was, We're the same. You and I. <laughs> And it said it was going to be delivered in November, and I was like, oh, no, I wanted to take this Pixel to my Disneyland trip that's, like, become a family tradition now is bring the Pixel to Disneyland um, to, you know, test out the camera. Definitely not for family vacation. You know, it's just a, it's a Pixel trip. And we and I went on Project Fi because I'm a Project Fi subscriber, and I saw that they actually had the Pixels available and I was able to order one, so it's actually going to be delivered like the day it's released. So, game on, game <laughs> on. I mean, you do have a day advantage. And, and you, Flo, have you ordered yours? I ordered mine while I was doing the live stream with Leo Laporte this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we were both ordering yes. it at the same time. <laughs> just, I I order lots of stuff. I'm just saying, like the end of the day, I was like, what did I order? There was a lot. I, of good uh, yeah, I only that. ordered one thing. I decided that I was going to wait. So. If you order, you actually get uh, a free Google Home Mini. So Yay. we will get the codes for that, which I am very much looking forward to. And then also, I'm trying to think about if I should start putting money away for the Max. The Max. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's how you meant to pronounce Max. it. The Google Home Max. Because it's so loud. I don't. I don't like need it for anything it's, though, it's, because it's we have like one of those old school. One of those old school audio systems where it like sounds wonderful, but you know, everything has to be connected by a wire. Listen, and, listen. You, know, you have to You're like living in the past flow. The <laughs> you know, you have to put wireless. the wire one over the other and kind of like make sure it's connecting and touching, <laughs> or else you're not going to get any like connection. And sometimes, if you want to be professional, you wrap a little bit of sticky tape around there. You look at me. Yes. I've got precisely. some skills. I can move the wires. Um, no, you need it, Flow, because it's got the word max in it. It's as simple as that. It's, it's the, the bestest thing you can buy. It's the maximum by definition. That's that's why I need to get it. We. We should say, we're going to get to all the, the announcements in a sec. Um, I, I just want to say that for this year, and this is the last thing I'll say about the Pixel Race, I promise, um, I've made the bold decision of pre-ordering nothing because in the last two years I've pre-ordered and I've ended up cancelling my pre-order because it ends up in Australian stores first. Like Because we live in the future, there's this weird system where Google lives in the past, so their pre-orders are slow and have to come through Australia Post of all things, which is is honestly the best postal network in the world because who doesn't want the excitement of sitting at their house and wondering, will my package get lost? Will it turn up? Will it? Don't know because they don't have tracking uh, their drivers and, you know, go out at all different times. You just never know. You never know where your package is going to end up if your package is going to end up. I thought you guys were a world superpower. Yeah, not, not a postal delivery. Let me, let me tell you that. 
So anyway, so this year I'm taking the bold strategy of pre-ordering absolutely nothing and I'm going to walk myself into a Telstra store and try and convince one of these wonderful people to hand me a phone. And for those of you in Australia that have ever been to a Telstra store, you, you know this ordeal. You, you know what it's like. You're going to bribe a teenager? The last time I was in a Telstra <laughs> store, I literally spent three hours in there negotiating the simplest contract in the world that I just need to sign. And I can't tell you that the level of pain I had to go through just to just to be like, yes, just give it to me, give it to me. So I'm going to do that. Did you this, start this yelling? I no, I, I don't. I'm you, not saying you never yell at that, salespeople. That's rude. Um, I used to be. Listen, one. Russell, I am all for that, and you go go and do that. But I have reached out to some Australians that I know locally. Uh, shout out to uh, Zara Dominguez, who has been a guest on this show, and she is very nearby Telstra shops and I'm not saying that she might go into all these shops and ensure that you don't get it but that might wow. happen so you, listen you really want to win oh this year moles oh the plot <laughs> thickens and my own Australians have abandoned Russell. me that's it that's it I don't even want to talk about this anymore we should we should probably get to to all the crazy announcements well okay well, we'll we'll do that. We'll we'll also we Yasmin can make jokes like that because I I don't work for Gizmodo. I don't work for like BuzzFeed. But if I had one of those horrible jobs where I'm required to come up with like eight stories a day, if I if I were like one story short tomorrow, it would be. Turns out that there is some regional <laughs> hoarding happened to settle personal grudges. <laughs> oh, that would be SEO. I'm gonna get so much hate mail from the Australians. Listen, Australians, but I would never we've known you've that. always loved Russell. I still love you all. <laughs> I still can't believe my fellow Australians turned their back on me. Zara, I'll, I'll remember this next time we're at a conference together. You know, it's just I'm just gonna remember this. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, so let's 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 run down uh, Pixel Two stuff. Pixel, but hopefully, stuff that we didn't talk about two or three weeks ago when pretty much every um, all the public details that could have been divined from photos already went out. We did have some surprises. We did have a couple of surprises. Thankfully, a couple a couple of nice ones. Uh, we do have that Active Edge where you just squeeze the phone and that'll be your shortcut to Google Assistant. The uh, a couple of things that I that I liked. Uh, now they have a the camera has what they're calling a a dual pixel sensor, which means that instead of like a more direct, it's a 12, 12 megapixel sensor. It's technically two sets of twelve, where each so they they uh, pixels that are side by side, so that through some magic that an engineer would explain and a marketer would try to convince you is worth an extra X hundred dollars. Uh, it basically it takes an average. It basically takes synthetic pens pixels out of those uh, out of those. But the other cool thing about that thing is that in addition to making better pictures, supposedly that it does allow the uh, pixels, both the two and the two XL, to do like depth sensing sort of uh, a portrait mode without having two separate sensors side by side. Because in a sense, every pixel is a left has a left pixel and a right pixel and because they're really they're really really happy with things that they can do with computational photography they say that plus their ability to recognize uh, what part of the photo is your child holding holding an ice cream cone plus these dual pixel sensors will let them do that sort of stuff no headphone jack as usual <laughs> so bummer there <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do about that, by the way, because I've never been without a headphone jack. I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to get over this. And you can quote me on that five years' time when there's no phones have headphone jacks. I'm still not going to be over it. I'm still going to be bitter. Well, the phones the will be embedded in our brains by then. But I'll still be demanding that's what I'm envisioning. a headphone jack. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm the one that's going to embed them in those designer brains if they don't give me headphone jacks. <laughs> oh, that's listen, a listen, I have a solution for all of you. I can, I can hear your pain, but have you heard of the Pixel Buds? 
Pixel Pops. Not yet. We're we're, we're going to hear about that in Neck Two. <laughs> spoilers, yes, man. See, spoilers. I'm so sorry. See, this that, is what happens. Also, speaking of please, removing oh, the headphone jack, it's, it's terrible. Pixel Buds. The the actual marketing name. But. Yeah. Listen, when you and a friend walk around with your Pixel Buds, you become buddies. Come on, mm. genius. Once you, once you're, it's like being it's like being eight years old and being blood brothers with somebody. You're, now you're earwax, like your ceremony partner buddies. Oh mm. God, blood brothers. <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of things that I would oh. like to, uh, that I would like Google to like uh, like uh, copy from Apple. I don't think the idea of wow, I'm sorry, but there, there's a problem with the design of your hardware, and them saying that well, the solution is buy a matching Google related piece of hardware. Why are you buying a non Google made pair of headphones when a Google pair of headphones solves the problem so well? Like, oh man, you really do want to. You really do want to have that. Like, seventy-eight percent of every dollar spent on. Oh man, the lineup is super matchy matchy. Oh my goodness, yeah. Flo. Did you, as someone who who follows, and obviously you two do as well, like someone who follows uh, Amazon, who follows uh, Apple, who follows a ton of other companies, it's it's like Google decided we're serious about the hardware game. We need a whole bunch of products. The first thing we have to do before we release a whole bunch of products is just match everyone else's. Uh, those guys have a speaker. Let's get us one of those. Uh, they have some wireless earbuds. Let's get us one of those. Oh, no headphone jack there. Let's get us one of those. Two size phones. Yep, got that. And it's like their entire product lineup is... Is, here's everything else everyone else has but made by us, which is like, I guess that's where you have to be to start, but it's, it's kind of weird. Or here's an idea. <laughs> HTC already made the U11, and what were they going to do? Change this whole thing so drastically? And then they have to find a nice little medium between what LG's production line is going to make. So you swap in the 18 by 9 ratio for the Pixel 2 XL, but you take out the headphone jack like on the U11. It all balances out in the end as one phone, the Google Pixel 2. Does it, though? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I mean, hey, you can't change that. I mean, I don't know. I'm imagining that like that manufacturing line just cannot be completely changed over like that quickly. I don't know. That's what I'm imagining happened. Um, oh, I'm, I'm and, sure you know, that it's an excuse a... to sell more accessories. Come on. Uh, you can make yes. money off of accessories. That's why they upsell you. At the carriers, you know? You sure can, but I don't have to be happy about it, damn it. The, the other thing I'm not happy with is you got the, the two phones, so the XL and the non-XL, and all the same in size. That's great. I, I love that. That's really cool. But one of them has giant bezels, and the other one does not. It's almost like they're saying, like, do you really, do you really want the one with the giant bezels? I mean, we'll sell it to you for less, but look at this one. Hardly any bezels. And you're like, damn it, I prefer the small phone. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I won't like it. Shoot. Man, now I'm regretting. We are such a like, judge, judgmental culture. I, 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 I'm going to go back last year to all the reviews of like the original Pixel and the Pixel XL, looking for one mention of, oh my God, I, I want to like this phone, but those bezels are so huge. That's just disgusting. It's almost vulgar. And uh, just because, you know, just because the S8 has you know, slim bezels and just because other ones have slim bezels, it's like uh, there are things that I can do with an extra like two or three hundred dollars in my pocket that make me say that I'm OK with having some bezel. True. And and I have the privilege of being they a phone reviewer. Cool, so I definitely I have other phones that I if I just miss that, <laughs> if I just miss that bezel-less life, I can just pop on another one. There's one thing we can drink to. No, no black tab on the top of the screen. You get full left oh, to right screening. Yes. 
uh, chink chink. That's our clink, uh, glasses. Clink our all bottles, or yes. clink clink. <laughs> all of our glasses. Yes. Yes. We finally found the wedge issue that will finally fragment the iPhone <laughs> fan base to turn them against each oh, other finally. and give us a day off. <laughs> Uh, so some other quick things about this phone is uh, 15 minutes of charging gives you seven hours of battery life as long as you've got the right USB-C charger. That's cool. Always on display, which is cool. Now with now with an old OLED display as well. Very nice. Um, something that was rumored and I actually didn't believe, but turns out it was on the phone, uh, this now playing thing that automatically will tell you what mm. song is playing around with, without you having to do anything and it's all done on the device. So basically if you just leave your phone there and, you know, some singer turns up and starts playing their, their favourite album at you. You're like, what on earth is that person playing in this cafe I'm at? Your phone just lights up and it's like, hey, this is the song. You're like, oh, interesting. So I have one tiny little concern about this. This is just what I'm envisioning maybe happening. If it's pulling that information from Google Play Music, is that going to do something to like the overall radio algorithm or something? Or I don't know, like add it somewhere? Because what if it's just like listening to a song of some genre that I would never engage in mm. on my own or what if what if you're in a, in a coffee shop or what if you're in a, a place in public they, they did they did a lot of like for a bunch of these new stuff that they were talking about they made a point of talking about stuff that's being done only on device uh with the uh, now playing feature they made a point of how they, they, have, they have an onboard database that has like the signatures of a bunch of uh, music uh I, i'm not sure how i f- would feel about it just simply popping up on that always on display because i'm sort of like pavlovian conditioned that when my screen lights up it means that something has happened that requires my attention and i don't know if like let, let's let's assume that i hadn't heard of a certain song before and i'm just again in a coffee shop or something and then suddenly i get an alert that says i like big butts and i cannot lie like which one of my friends is drunk right now and is needs as desperately needs to be picked up before he he gets to prevent him from sending even more awful texts from people uh it's 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 hardly i don't know it doesn't feel like a marquee feature that's all it's cool but i've never needed a i've never need real-time display of songs that might be in the ether around my head it's a millennial feature. Oh, dear. Instant gratification. We went there. We went there. I, I actually think it's it's them trying to show off their AI skills, right? Because this year, they were, same yes. as last year, but even more so, they are like, we're all about the machine more learning. more sensible. And AI and the machine learning. And, AI. <laughs> and I think they, they wanted to show off that they can do this better than anyone else. And I guess they were like, what better way to show this off than just make it passive? You don't need to go on an app. It's just always there. I mean... I assume they're smart people when they figured out the whole battery life issue as well. So I guarantee we've read a ton of articles about, oh, this is going to destroy your battery, but I'm sure Google has thought about that side of things. I think it's just them trying to show off with their machine learning, but I'm I'm with you. Like I, I don't really feel like I need this. It's it's nice, I guess, but I, I can't really ever see me like shoving this in someone else's face and like, look, my phone knows the song because they're literally in whatever phone they're on, they're one tap away or- from my phone knows the song too. Or what's going to happen is you're going to be at brunch one day with some friends <laughs> and I don't know, maybe, or maybe your wife goes, oh, I love this song. I wonder who sings this. And then you'll glance down at your phone and you'll go, honey, it's Whitney Houston or something or whatever. And then you'll be like, huh, that really came in handy. Hmm. Hmm. It could happen. <laughs> and I could look really smart. I like, I like where you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, I can't help but also we, we, there's always going to be in the back of your mind if i were if i were google and let's say that i were evil i would have this feature in place so that i can basically map out what music is being played where and sell that information to record companies and or do cross check that with location saying that let's see 
I'm in a this phone is in a bar and it's playing this song apparently loud loudly enough that it seems to be over the PA. Let's check to see if they have a license to play public music. No. Guess what? We can make eighty dollars selling this information to the motion to, to the record recording industry. Yay! Andy, I think you just gave someone out there an idea. Oh, this this article is about that right now. Let, let me tell you. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's not something yeah. Google would do, but you're right. It is a little bit weird that it's just it. There, there is a line that it's always listening and it can detect music, and you're like, what else are you doing with that information? Are you doing right. like mundane stuff like Flo suggested, maybe curating my Google Play Music? A list of my YouTube music, which is a different kind of music list or something, um, or eventually are you going to do more nefarious things with it? Are you going to on-sell it to other people to say, you know what, this song is really popular in Ontario and this song is really popular in Adelaide and you, if you market mm. right in these places, you should buy Google ads that just target, you know, this one town where it's not popular. I don't, I don't know, but it is, it's kind of strange. Yeah, I'm sure that Google will be on top of this, the messaging here, because I think they, I think they, they've read enough online discussion in the past years to know that people are going to be talking about stuff like this. When when it comes to things like the Amazon Echo and the Google Home, I'm really not concerned about the idea of having it. There's a microphone that's kind of live uh, inside the room because I know that there's in almost all these systems, there's just a system on a chip that doesn't wake up the main CPU until it hears this one trigger phrase that it's that's the only thing that that, that little chip can possibly do. But when the idea of I have a phone that could always be, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for the white paper that app that uh, Google will publish to say, here's why we hope that you won't suddenly open Senate subcommittee hearings about our, our fun little now playing feature that just three of our engineers a year and a half ago thought wouldn't it be cool if it did this. And enough of everyone else said, hey, that would be cool. Why don't you do that? And we didn't really think that we'd have to say that we're not trying to fire missiles from your computer just because we want you, you to finally know the name of that song is Afternoon Delight. It's not by the it's, it's not by the honey drippers, you know. It'll, it'll it'll be okay. Uh, actually, but one kind of interesting thing we've all been wondering: when is Google Lens going to make its first appearance? And so apparently, the first appearance of Google Lens anywhere is going to be on the Pixel Two. It's going to get exclusive first access to Google Lens, which will not be incorporated into Google Assistant. Uh, at least not in this first going. It will be a separate app. But at least now we will we will we know that our first round of guinea pigs are lined up and ready to go. Can I make just a really small aside? I want to keep throwing back into the past, but this is one of my favourite, favourite, favourite uh, previous material moments. Um, Yasmin, I'm just wondering who who from Google announced uh, Google Lens? Do you, do you remember? <laughs> Any, anyone you know? None other than Aparna. Oh, interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, I seem to remember sitting in a Starbucks uh, cafe, is that what you guys call them, um, oh, just sitting there and, and across from us happened to be um, I forget who it was. He was mean. Someone was someone was sitting there, and you may have approached them and introduced yourself like very awkwardly. I don't, I don't know who that was. Is that, is that related to this story at all? Aparna, of course, who introduced now on tap uh, 20, 2015. I get my dates wrong at Google I/O. I'm a huge fan of Aparna. I haven't introduced myself within the company yet. I, I think I'm going to try to stay away. <laughs> so, so for those of you that haven't but, heard this episode, it was the best thing ever. Uh, we're sitting there. Yasmin notices Aparna. We don't We don't even notice that she's there. Like I, we We're not very good at celebrity spotting. But Yasmin spotted her like instantly. She's like, I should go introduce myself. No, I shouldn't go introduce myself. That would be, no, no, I should. I really should. And this time, obviously, Yasmin didn't work for Google. She was a civilian. You know, just just a regular, regular, regular Joe, like, like you know, you. any any one of us. And anyway, Aparna's about to leave. You can see she's finishing up a meeting with whoever she was there with, and she's about to get up. 
And then Yasmin literally runs outside. She's like, excuse me, are you a partner? I just have to say I'm a big fan no, of you. No, you missed and, the one part. And it was no, all going no, no. so well. Russell, you're it was missing all going a very so well. important part of the, of, the, of the story of that we were sitting inside in the coffee shop when Aparna was ordering her coffee. And this whole time I'm like, oh, Russell and Phil. I was sitting next to uh, Russell and Phil. Phil's uh, the other uh, other person of Shifty Jolly who makes Pocky Cast. And I was like, is, is that a Parna? Oh, is that, that must be a Parna. That's a Parna. And you're like, no, 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 it's not a Parna. And we and I, I was like, that's totally a Parna. We asked someone else. She went. She goes outside and sits outside. And I'm in the inside of Starbucks with you both. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to like look from afar and see if that is a Parna or not. And what do you do, Russell? <laughs> being being the Russell friend that you are, you and Phil go outside and sit next to close to Aparna and the outside's eating or the outside uh, coffee area. So then I have to go follow you. So you're bringing me closer to Aparna. You sabotage me. You sabotage no, no, me. We, no, we had was... our best spy faces on. We had the open newspapers, you know, we're just looking down over them and pulling them down. Where did you find newspapers? Okay, I, I may have made that part up. <laughs> anyway, Aparna's about to leave. We shouldn't stretch this story too far. And then... Yasmin decides she has to go say hello. And good thing she did because it was all super professional. It was like, hi, I really love your work. I loved your presentation. And that part was, I, I kid you not, it was very oh, professional. You're like, oh, here's someone who's confident and, and, you know, bold and whatever. You know, th- this is the kind of starters we're looking for at Google. And then they, they say they're good pies and Aparna goes to walk off. She's maybe 10 metres away. I have no idea what that is in, in your imperial feet or whatever. And then Yasmin yells. Oh, Yasmin God. yells, I love you so much. Which <laughs> is one of my favourite moments of all time. I said, Did she turn I around? Love you. She I, ran. Like, she just ran for it. I was like, I love your work. There was no turning around at that she point. Like she just like, go, go, go. Off. Oh my gosh. It was so embarrassing. Do you still um, do you still have the napkin with the coffee ring that she left? <laughs> you shouldn't be embarrassed that you still Andy, have it. That's... I told you not to mention that ever again. Okay. No, <laughs> no so yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like <laughs> I like I'm so embarrassed by that moment that I haven't approached her within the company. And I've approached like Matias Duarte within the company, but I still like I can't approach a partner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least you wait until after the period where you have to wear the propeller beanie hat as as a, as a new goal. So you're, I think you're in there with a chance now. You, you've you're you're an adult, oh you're a mom, gosh. you're you're an industry oh. voice. I think that I think that you're, I think that it would be fine. I really think it'd be fine. I was just I was just gonna I want to say that I was really happy to see Aparna on the stage again and. I'm glad that I was like not surrounded by people when she came on stage because my face was like, oh, Aparna. Oh, my gosh, Aparna's here. So anyways, that's my moment. If you if you like, I mean, uh, I'm in her Western Civ class. I could pass her a note that says, my friend Yasmin likes you. Do you like her? Check a box. Oh, my gosh, no. no. (laughs) This is not. The story just gets okay, weirder well, so and weirder. The, we're, oh we'll, we'll bring the embarrassed Yasmin. She's she's literally acting like a turtle retreating into her hooded sweatshirt right now. So let's just stop talking about the pixel by mentioning something. The the pricing people were kind of really scared about where the pricing was going to go. Fortunately, it is uh, it, the pricing of the Pixel Two is at the reasonable, incredibly expensive level that we're used to. Eight hundred fifty bucks for starters. I was I was surprised that it's only available in. Uh, 64 or 128 gigs of storage none of the 256 uh, stuff that you see on the other premiums oh well uh the pixel 2 it starts at 650 so it hasn't 
things haven't changed that much. Uh, but good news is that the Pixel One, last year's model, uh, is still on the available for sale, and the price has dropped to five hundred and fifty bucks. So the bot you can get it. That's pretty darn good. That's not that much more expensive than like an Asus phone or a Huawei phone. Uh, but it's te- it's still a Pixel, and will work with the stuff that. Uh, they talked about later in the presentation that requires a Pixel phone, uh, but let's 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 not let's make sure we talk about. You all want to know about the Google Home Mini, okay? Oh my God, the Google Home Mini. I mean, it oh looks my like God, a donut. It's it, like a, it's a, like a begnay of artificial intelligence joy. It's like everything, every, and they addressed every single thing that I complained about in my review of the first Google Home, saying that it's too tall and it's not completely upholstered top to bottom. It doesn't look like a big carpeted M&M. Uh, well, no, okay, fine. It's it's fifty dollars. Uh, it's essentially a tiny little version of the Google Home. Uh, no headphone jack, unfortunately, unlike the uh, Google, uh, excuse me, the Amazon Echo Dot. But oh well. So I, I really want to get all our thoughts about the the Google Home Mini because I, I really am in love with this thing as well. But I, I'm going to save Yasmin some embarrassment so she can slowly become less and less red. <laughs> I, I'm gonna That's not the some... theme of the show. The theme of the show is enhance the embarrassment <laughs> to make this such a painful experience that she regrets ever saying, <laughs> I know. Could we, can I come back on the show? But we were so successful at it that, I, that I'm starting to feel a, a little bit bad. So I should tell you that we have two sponsors uh, today, which is super exciting. That The first one of which is a returning sponsor. Yet again, this episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. Uh, Linode has fast, powerful hosting options that you can set up in seconds. Their tools are easy to understand, and they'll let you choose which Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility you need. Uh, their plan started just $5 a month, so they get to your Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in the Linode cloud. And you might be wondering, what kind of stuff do, you, do I get? Well, you get industry-leading uh, performance, you get native SSD storage, uh, you get access to a 200-gigabit network, Intel E5 processors, uh, nine different data centers to, to choose where you want to put your installation, um, an API if you want to automate stuff, super simple scaling, just click a few buttons. And it's all manageable via the command line as well. And they feature uh, hourly pricing tiers. So let's say you only want to run it for half a month. That's fine. Just turn it off at the end of the month, delete it. Uh, you only pay for the, the bits that you use, which is really, really cool. So if you want to get set up, you want uh, one gigabyte of RAM for just $5 a month, or you want to go all the way up to 16 gig of RAM for $60 a month, um, as a listener of the show, if you sign up at linode.com slash material, so that's L-I-N-O-D-E dot com slash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you also get $20 towards your first Linode plan. Uh, that, of course, comes with a seven-day money-back guarantee, so nothing to lose. Linode.com slash material is the place to go to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or if you're already at the checkout, you can use the promo code material 2017. So we want to thank Linode so much for supporting this show. And now, back to the Google Home Mini, which... I gotta say, looks like a donut, and I want to eat it. It's adorable. Um, can I bring something up about the fabric, the fabricness of our lives, of our Google lives? Ooh. Uh, somebody made a good point on the Twitters. I forgot who it was, but basically, and I've sort of experienced this in my own. Um, that fabric doesn't wear so well if you place the home, at least the fabric that's on the home currently, it doesn't wear so well if you place the home somewhere where there's, you know, a lot of like placing it near the kitchen where there's a lot of like smoke and, you know, grease and just like stuff that sort of permeates in the air. Uh, it, it's kind of gross. <laughs> it's the first technology that group that needs to be scotch guarded. 
yeah. I, I actually think their intention is to bring this into the bedroom of all places. Ooh la la, because it's it's small, it's kind of fabricy, it's it's indiscreet. It, the opposite of indiscreet is discreet. It just kind of sits there, and it's. It, I, I don't think it's designed to sort of go in the kitchen. Although I suppose you could use it there. I really think Google wants to get into your bedroom on your nightstand or whatever other furniture you have in your bedroom. That just kind of. I already into have the a Google Home in my bedroom. Oh wow, you, you've already <laughs> gone there with the giant tall cylinder. I thing. really have already gone there, and um, <laughs> and sometimes it's weird, but. Um, <laughs> I use it to control the lights. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> this is a safe place, Flo, and we're not here to judge you. Exactly. It's and you know, you're, you're getting. Uh, I, I'm getting. I'm getting such a calm perspective on the difference between me in my 40s and me in my early 30s. Because in my 40s, sure, the jokes that they're they're right there in the buffer. All I have to do is click this little button <laughs> in my brain to start saying them. But you know what? I say that's not appropriate. <laughs> that's not it's some of them okay the number four is actually very funny but it would bring down the tone of the show so i'm not going to say it uh so so but yeah so you act, did you did you buy the the max the, the max is the one that is clearly trying to be uh t- t- trying to be like uh the uh apple uh home pod and the you know the more the, the three the the four hundred dollar super bluetooth speaker it's looks nice i i they are saying something about it's got smart sound adjustments so that the part I understood was that so it knows that, oh, hey, it's evening. So I bet he doesn't want the music to be as loud as it was when it was 2 p.m. and there weren't neighbors nearby. Uh, but it's also saying that if you move it from one place to another, it will adj- make adjustments to the quality of the sound so that it something, something, blah, blah, blah. And then my vision sort of missed it over. AI machine learning, AI machine learning, Andy. Which which part of that there didn't you, you get? It's it's all AI and machine learning. Oh, there learning. you go. <laughs> yeah, I think this is interesting as well because obviously, I guess who else has one of these? Apple with their AirPod. Is that what on earth that thing's called? Obviously, AirPod. Yeah. Yeah. Sonos is kind of pushing in there with with Amazon as well. Um, I, I think this makes a lot of sense. The price tag though, three ninety nine. I, I guess you're talking sort of high end speakers and stuff, but that that is expensive. Like for for a speaker, so this thing had to want to be damn good at what it does for for that kind of price range. Yeah, it's between well, three and four hundred bucks, which is about the target for this sort of a gadget. But again, maybe it's a generational thing. When you start saying, when you start trying to get like three fifty for me for a speaker, I'm starting to think about well, for that amount of money. The, the 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 cheap Bluetooth speakers, tabletop speakers that cost like a hundred bucks, they 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 sound really really good. And for a tabletop, I'm going to put this one box on the table and get music out of it. That kind of does it for me. Once you get to the $400 range, I'm starting to think about, well, I want to have like a left speaker and a right speaker, uh, even even if it's even if it's still like a, a Bluetooth set or uh, something with its own uh, digital analog, digital to analog converter. That's the sort of thing I'm looking for. I don't I, I can't imagine it being that much better if it's still one box stereo speakers placed side by side. So I'm struggling to get it but andy has a has a little removable rubber thing that's magnetic so if you stand it up vertically you put the rubber on the bottom if you stand it up horizontally you can put the the rubber on the other side it's, it's genius and those those hit people playing the, the foosball that's brilliant like if you if, if you listen if you listen to music while you're while you're in bed like or, or you're lying down on the sofa 
know, or if you're orientated your head to like 90 exactly, degrees. Exactly, you're, you're lying down. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. But the thing is, didn't you see those hip people playing foosball in that video? You know, that, that those people were clearly cool. They're all dressed well. They're all <laughs> hip looking. They're they're all playing the foosballs and, and mixing. That guy was even mixing stuff on a, on, what do you call it? One of those vinyl recordy things that, that is before my time. And he had that plugged into it as well. So it must be cool, clearly, because all those people in the video were cool. So it's a cool product, yeah? Yeah, they, I, I, uh, when they pulled back, you could see that one of them had a rollerblade on one foot, with the other foot was a sneaker on a skateboard. That's how young and hip and plugged in these people are. Flo, you're looking a bit perplexed. Are, are you getting the max? Is this going to make it sway into your your automated home? Well, I don't know because my again, I have an old school stereo system. I'm not sure that we're ready to swap out the old school ways. This might be a little too new school for me. A little too cool. Even for the Google Max. It's also 400 bucks, which is kind <laughs> of a lot of money. Max. Yeah, I, mean, I got to, uh, one of the coolest like modern pieces of stereo, whatever, I bought in the past few years. And this thing I bought for myself is this box uh, by TIAC. And it's kind of like, it really is what like a stereo like receiver would be in 2017 as opposed to 1997 where it doesn't it doesn't have a tuner it doesn't have like big dials and indicators it's just it plugs it has its own uh, usb uh, digital audio converter so i've got it plugged directly to my mac and will do uh digital audio conversion much better than the built-in stuff on my macbook but it also has bluetooth and it also has uh analog inputs it's uh it's so uh, for 320 dollars i I do have existing speakers that were in my closet for like three or four years. But I just took the speakers out of my closet, plugged it into this, put them into bookshelves in my office for the first time since I moved here like 10 years ago. And that to me felt like I'm moving into the future as opposed to I have the the $129 Anchor uh, bookshelf uh, Bluetooth speaker that was there is now replaced by a $400 speaker. It doesn't, you know, it's... It's it's a hard sell for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean the the, the easy sell for me is that it's not actually shipping to Australia. They they haven't really announced that as far <laughs> as I know. So that's easy. I don't get to buy it. Thanks Google. I think you you get to have a queen. You get to have not just a queen, but you get to have <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II. We got nothing. Okay, but, we used to have Kennedys, and even even at peak Kennedy time, that was like equivalent to maybe a third of a QE two. So don't complain to me about how rough you have it in Australia. I, I blame. To you for this one as well, Yasmin, by the way, because I assumed the Max was shipping in Australia until you got involved. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny anything, Russell. That's my that's my official stance. But it's twenty uh, times I th- louder. I mean, I think twenty times louder. It's I think the Max here. looks pretty cool, but I, I it's definitely one of those devices that I feel like you really need to listen to in order to really mm. maybe feel and 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 be like, yes, I am going to drop this three ninety nine price tag on there, but. So- um, so wait a minute, yeah. it, was, it was in the press area, it's been officially announced, so you should be able to tell us. Have, have you listened to one of these or not? I actually have not. I have not listened to one of the Maxes, so. Oh, there you go. I said, one, no, that's not what I meant. See, people are going to take my words and twist them. I have not listened to a Google Home Max, not one of them. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. People are going to be like... Google employee says there will be more than one Max. That is not true. <laughs> no, I haven't listened to it. I, I'm excited though. I, I think it. I think it looks pretty cool. And um, if it were, if there was like a way for it to replace like my home just stereo, like how it's connected to my TV and all, I might be a bit more interested in it. Uh, but again, I think I'd have to actually listen to it. But um, yes, a home mini is definitely coming to me. 
All right. Well, what, if we can't get excited about the Max, can we get excited about the new Pixelbook? So this this is another one of those things that we've talked about before because the rumors pretty much nailed exactly what it was. It's a little flippy foldy Pixelbook. It's thinner, uh, sleeker. There's a pen you can buy with it. Um, Twelve point inch screen, backlit keyboard, you know, metal body, ten hour battery, uh, you know, ten millisecond lat- latency for the pen. It's it's got all the the whiz bang stuff, but it it runs Chrome OS, which really doesn't excite me. But I'm sure it excites someone here. Please tell me it does. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I, I'm not sure that I get this one either. It's it's uh, it, it, the cheapest one has 128 gigs of storage and is 999 dollars, uh, and I, I presume that that's with the I, Intel Core i5 CPU uh, and eight gigs of RAM. But I'm it's the 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 most expensive one would be 512 gigs, 16 gigabytes of RAM for applications, uh, an i7 CPU, and that would go for I think like 1700 1800 dollars. And you're talking about a Chromebook. Uh, it does have access to the Google Play Store, so I assume that means that you can download regular Android apps like the demos that we saw at Google I.O. Uh, they had in, the, in their official statements about it, they were talking about here, here are some apps that are built to take advantage of uh, big full screen apps, but it wasn't like a huge list of stuff. And by the time you're even spending $1,000 on a notebook, you're competing with you're competing with Microsoft's own boutique Windows brands. You're competing with at least the low end of the Mac brands. You're competing with uh, some of the best uh, iPads that Apple has that has really great like uh, productivity apps and a company that is kind of, that is almost endearingly desperate at trying to convince you at how good this iPad is at being a laptop, even at the expense of giving its own line of MacBooks crappy keyboards and terrible features to convince you to, by negative example, to go into the iPad. It's, I mean, I just, I love $300 Chromebooks. I love $500 Chromebooks for people who have accepted Chrome OS into their hearts and realize what a great answer it has for many of their problems in life. I just don't understand. I just have a hard time imagining the person who spends $1,000 even for what is clearly one of the most beautiful laptops on the market, let alone uh, the OS it runs. It's just, you know, I mean, it's, I, I have... I wonder if there's some sort of way that this could think could be hacked to run Windows 10 or something to make it a dual boot machine and sort of justify its expense. I, I, I'm floundering here, but by intent, because I'm, I'm telling you, I don't understand who's going to buy this. And by that, I don't mean it's a badly designed thing or it's a stupid product. I'm saying that I'm struggling to understand who they're designing this for. Flo, Yasmin, no, no Chrome OS love? I mean, I have a Chromebook, but... My biggest frustration with it is that it can't do all the things that I need to do and I need to be really fast. And I just don't understand. I mean, I guess I see the point of shoving in like a Core i5 and an i7 and just like having all those specs. But is the operating system going to handle all that beefiness? And are the apps that I'm going to use, like, are they going to take advantage of all that on Chrome OS? Like, I I don't know this just because of the current... Um, just of the current use I have with the Chrome OS. Flo, it runs Snapchat. What else could you want? <laughs> that was Finally, interesting. A laptop that has Snapchat on after all these years. You'll be vomiting rainbows at a much higher frame rate. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that filter anymore for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, you know, I still 
don't own a, a Chrome OS, but maybe maybe this is the one that gets me gets me to buy one. It looks super slick and that pen. I want that pen. But would you pay but it's a thousand dollars so it's eleven hundred dollars, not including taxes. And then you can't you can't use stuff like Photoshop in there. You can't use all the other sort of super. I mean you can use like, like the Android versions. And yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a there's a lot of uh, apps out there with running the Android apps, and it's open to the Play Store. Like, there's definitely a lot more potential um, on there. It, it's I can't make that decision for anyone else, right? It's like the the money that you spend. It's not. It's definitely not a cheap investment for sure. It's not something that you could just be like, hey, I have you know a couple couple hundred. Let's go buy a a Chrome a Chrome OS device, right? Because that's kind of one of the, the big selling points that initially was with a lot of the schools and stuff. But I think that's also showing if you're investing in something like, hey, we're giving you a high quality device because we want you to produce um, some some things that you can do with something that can actually withstand it. So um, that's, that's my, I guess, optimistic view of <laughs> being hopeful. Yeah. And also we have to remember that this... Uh, Google as a hardware manufacturer, they aren't Samsung, they aren't Apple, they aren't Dell. Those companies can make decisions based on here's how many millions of units we expect to sell every year. In the case of Apple, how, how many millions every quarter. I guess Google is in a position where if they can say that if we sell, we're, we're going to plan to price this and design this so that uh, we're hoping to sell 200, 300,000 of these. And so... If we're if we're only going to make a handful to begin with, and if we know that there isn't um, there are, there are millions and millions of people who've been begging us for a more expensive Chromebook, let's make a Chromebook for the people that are, the people who love Chrome OS who say I don't want to look I don't want to walk into a conference room looking like I've t- I, I borrowed my 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 son Jeter's uh, third grade sc- uh, school system assigned Chromebook into this meeting. Uh, I want something fast. I want something elegant. I want something that will play HD video really really well. Uh, again, I'm I'm, stu- I'm even stumped as to what they would what a Chromebook would use 16 gigabytes of application f- uh, RAM for. Um, it's uh, they keep uh, Google keeps making the point about how well it runs multiple apps side by side, but I'm still wondering if I if my MacBook runs multiple apps side by side really really well and doesn't need 16 gigs of RAM. It's yeah, it's just weird. Uh, I'm glad they put so much effort into the pen. Uh, there again, this is another area in which we're we're getting back into. Remember the CPU, uh, the gigahertz wars, and the uh, and the megapixel wars for cameras, where they say we can't convince them that ours is a better camera. We'll just give them a higher number than the other people. Uh, so this one, it's got 10 uh, milliseconds of latency. That's the drag between you're actually doing something with the pen and the screen responding. That's about half of what Microsoft's and uh, Apple's pencils do, uh, which is about uh, uh, which is about uh, 20. Uh, 60 degrees of angular awareness, which means that now you, you can actually use the you can do it use the side of the crayon or the pencil for those effects. 2,000 levels of pressure sensitivity, which is I don't know if that's more meaningful than the uh, 1048 that uh, Apple and Microsoft pens have, but it does it it does mean that if you're a developer and if 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 Google is trying to seduce you into writing more Chrome OS like desktop style apps or even Android style uh, desktop style apps, they're saying here is a here is a machine that will actually show it off and let you not have to hack off uh, all the cool stuff you would have put into this if you were doing it uh, for Windows or for iOS. So ships uh, ships in October thirty on, on Halloween. Uh, so you can put in your pre orders right now. Uh, we got to let's 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 
do the the bore the the only boring thing that remains, and then we'll talk about uh, another lovely lovely sponsor, uh, the Dray, uh, the Daydream View version two. This is that that's the their Daydream Viewer. Uh, it's again almost exactly what we were talking about a few weeks ago. Uh, they just mostly they made the design tweaks to make it more comfortable to wear, particularly if you're wearing it for an extended period of time. Uh, it's uh, they uh, bit, did better heat dissipation. Uh, there's a wider field of view. Uh, it will. And it's it's cloth, so it will sop up your forehead sweat very very nicely. Uh, and it's ninety nine bucks up from seventy nine bucks. So if you were excited about the previous Daydream View, then you're going to be at least one more excited about the Daydream View too, or hopefully hopefully twenty dollars more excited. <laughs> Yay! I mean, it's a slightly upgraded Daydream View. Meh, that's that's all I like. You said, Andy. I don't have anything else to add. This, I'm just not you gotta, excited. You gotta, if, if you're the, pro, I mean, you, if you're the product manager for the the new Daydream View, you put a lot of work into it. It really does look beautiful. It, lo- it looks like they've addressed the people things that people have been complaining about. But it really does feel like being like nominated for an Oscar. And so you get to go to the you get to go to the 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 Oscar cast the, the telecast, but you're like a screenwriter and not like best best director or best uh, best actress. You're you're there in the room. You earned your way into the room, but you know that none of the cameras there are interested in what you're wearing that night. <laughs> All right, can I just say something that gets me really really excited about this? Yes. It's bring everyone along for the ride. It's share your daydream experiences with friends and family. Simply stream what you're saying to Chromecast and others can tag along on your TV. Have I not requested this like last year, many moons ago? And it's finally here. I think that's <laughs> one of the things that makes VR uh, difficult to kind of like adopt is that it is such an experience that you are kind of immersed in, in yourself. And if you're trying to build um, something that you really want other people to engage in, it makes it very difficult unless, you know, there's other ways. So I, I think this is like really cool. And so I am super, super stoked uh, for that aspect of that. So I think uh, I think it's opening it up to try new fun things. I know that with the first uh, Daydream device, my like grandma loved it and got a huge kick out of it. So um, it's still I think it's still a fun, fun experience. Yeah, I, I got to say, when it comes to VR, that's one thing I am excited about is watching other people uh, put it on and laughing at them because they they can't see you. You can see them; it's incredibly funny. <laughs> and now that you can actually see what they see on the TV, then it, that's that's a whole new level of fun. So uh, maybe maybe for that one reason, I can get excited about other people buying daydreams and me just being there, just watching them use it and you know slam into furniture and fall over and just do silly <laughs> things that, that no one else can see. At least you can kind of see what they're interacting with now. I guess that's that's definitely a step up. So. Um, we we do have a second sponsor as well. Before we talk about the excitement that is the the little camera thing with the I've forgotten its name, Google Clips maybe, Clips, Google Clips. and and the earbud Clippy. things, Clippy, Clippy and the buds. But before we get to Clippy and the buds, uh, this episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace. You can enter the offer code Material at checkout to get ten percent off your first purchase. Uh, maybe you want to create an online store, you want to create a portfolio, you want to create a blog. Uh, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. Nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. Uh, Squarespace has got you covered. So 24-7 award-winning support if you need any help. Uh, They'll let you quickly and easily grab the domain name that you want. And all those award-winning templates are beautifully designed so you can show off your great ideas. So Squarespace Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month. You can start a trial today with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com. Uh, when you decide to sign up, you want to use the offer code Material. I'm really hoping by this by this time you can spell the name of our show to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. And we want to thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. 
Are you t- are you excited for a total G clips of your heart? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Once upon a time we were falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. Nothing I can do. A total eclipse of the heart. That was for the you, you kids. You kids don't recognize the 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 wonderful uh, golden age of when. All these singers, they knew that they're going to be having to do a music video. And so they would have to, like, with no acting training, they were going to act the hell out of their lyrics. <laughs> so it's not, not so from, from the in-studio camera of just you know, a professional just focusing on the words and making sure the tone is right to now they're just wringing their hands and plunging their hands down their throat, ripping out their heart and tearing it in two. And each one turns into a dove and they send the doves a light and their last breath is to see these few happy birds take flight as dry ice <laughs> clouds envelop them and like oh good heavens you <laughs> anyway uh, yes uh so good yeah so google clips uh that, <laughs> that that started out as a what the hell sort of demo for me and turned into a what the hell Meaning that it's still weird, but it's with 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 potential. So uh, imagine uh, imagine like a GoPro style camera, like in in size and sort of scale. But imagine it was designed by uh, someone who is not an extreme sports enthusiast and wants something to look really really cool. Tiny little square camera. All it has is like a shutter button at the front, which was not where you tend to put it. But it's because it's designed to be used without human intervention. The idea is this is this is another one where if you were playing the machine learning slash artificial intelligence drinking game, if you had any if you had any booze left at the end of this presentation, you're yeah you're you've you've gone from. Blackout to game over drunk with this one because so it's watching you you basically set it up someplace uh, and you it's watching like your living room as you're playing with your kids and it will the camera will be looking for good pictures as they happen defined as okay the lighting is good. Uh, because of machine learning, oh, the composition is actually good. Uh, this is uh, I recognize the face of your kid as opposed to uh, as opposed to some UPS person who's just in the doorway to sign for a package because you open the door. Uh, also, your kid is looking at the camera and he or she is smiling. Okay, that's a good that's a good picture. Click, it will take that picture, and then it will appear on your phone. You can accept or reject it uh, later on. The idea being that now you can just. It has a little clip on the back. You can literally just set it up wherever you want while you're hanging out with your kids, your friends, or even your your pets. Just have a, a good time. And then later on, when you pick up your phone, you will see here are the pictures and little short video clips that this camera decided to take on its own. Uh, once again, the importance of making sure that, <laughs> making sure that we know you think we're evil. We need to convince you that this camera that takes pictures on its own is not an evil thing. Uh, so it made a big point of how it's doing all these decisions on device. It's not like it's sending information to the cloud for any reason whatsoever. It's just doing everything on its own on device. Uh, none of the stuff that the data that it collects or pictures it collects has any communication with anything until you pick up your phone and decide I want to keep that, get rid of that, get rid of that, keep that, keep that, keep that. Also, just as importantly, this is probably – uh, something that they learned with Google Glass. They wanted to make sure that it looks like a camera. It's white. It's got this big, colorful border all around it. So if it's in the room, it's going to be hard not to see it in the room. When it's re- when it's actually active, it actually has a little activity light. So you, you, your eye is drawn to it, and it knows. You, so you will know there's a camera working somewhere in there. Or ideally, if someone has got that clip to their 
their windbreaker on the subway, you will know that there is a subway thing uh, clipped to this. Um, it's uh, it's clearly a lot. There's a lot of work behind it because they were also making a. They also made a big point of saying that. Uh, for this first iteration, and this is a quote, it works best at home with family and close friends, that it will learn who you are interested in and who are real people, but it looks like it's not designed to be like a life camera. A lot of people, when they were originally re reacting to it, they thought it was like one of these little cheap cameras you, you clip to your jacket and will just take a picture every 30 seconds and then you can look at that roll. No. So they're, 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 uh, we would presume that as soon when this thing ships and people start playing with them, Going for a walk in the city will not give as good results as simply, again, just clipping it to like one of the limbs of the Christmas tree while people, while kids are unwrapping packages. Uh, it's interesting. 250 bucks, uh, which puts it not in it puts it about the same as a 360 camera or, or an OK action camera. So for people who and and, and it does also look like it's going to be a very 1.0 product when it first is released, but. It seems interesting. I, I definitely want to have a friend who has one who can then tell me four months later, are there wonderful pictures it took that it, you would not have gotten if you had not put, again, when people were unwrapping presents or when you're just playing with your new puppy, decided to just clip this to the puppy's collar or whatever. It's it's interesting. Um, it doesn't record sound, does it? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it records sound, which I just sort of uh, $250 price point and I can get a gear 360 that can do time-lapse mode that can, you know, screw in into any, um, like regular camera tripod. I don't know. Hmm. It's a lot I of money. I wonder if that was intentional. Like, I wonder if it is all about trying to not to appear creepy. It's not listening to you all mm. the time. It's just taking photos. Like occasionally yeah. it's all on device. I, I honestly think this is this is one of the most googly products I've ever seen. Like the whole idea of here's our machine learning wrapped up into this cute little package. We just want you to put it on the shelf and we just want you to see what kind of photos it takes and what kind of moments it captures. I'm I'm with you 100%, Andy. This is this is not something that I'll buy, but I'm super excited for my Google-loving friends. I'm looking at you, Yasmin. I'm also looking at you, Darren. Uh, he, he knows who he is. One, 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 of, one of the friends I have here in Adelaide, who's just, he's just Google mad. He loves all things Google. And he's, he's bought the... I remember HTC used to have this little periscope-looking camera thing that was, you know, really the weird. The Re. Yeah, the Re. He had he had one of those. I have he, one. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Flow as well. Maybe I'm looking at you. Um, but you I would look like love an to see. Inhaler. <laughs> exactly. Look like an asthma inhaler. Or like the tiniest little submarine periscope that was just missing it. Oh, you a laugh. It looked like an it. inhaler, but it went in the water and everything. Yeah, it was. It was I, I, got, I, I got some great pictures of my tongue and tonsils with that thing <laughs> before I found out that it wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went there, Andy. But I, I'm super excited to see what kind of photos this captures because it it could be the worst thing ever. You know, they, they could all be blurry and not working. Maybe the machine learning is absolutely amazing and it captures moments that you just wouldn't have captured otherwise. I don't know what kind of angle you have to have at or what kind of thing you have to position at. But I'm, I'm super excited for people like, you know, these kind of people to get this camera, put it in the house and just see what it does. I, I want to see the results. I'm not I'm not willing to fork out 250 bucks now to find out myself, but... By all means, Google fans, I, I want to see what this does. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> now it's no, Google Clips geez. on the Shelf. <laughs> no, listen, I... Google Clips on your hips, okay, Yasmin, so, has to run. <laughs> so, so listen, as someone that like recently moved away from their family, uh, so originally from Arizona, moved to California, and I'm going to be going back for the holidays, Like Google Clips is super, super enticing because so many times when we get together with all of our family, we just don't take the the pictures that we need to. Yeah. We're like, all right, everyone, line you up, sitting up. down and all that. 
and all that stuff. And then next thing you know, you realize, oh, did we take any pictures with grandma who was visiting? You know, like all this stuff. And so if we could just have this for like Thanksgiving dinner, just plop it down at the table and just capture some of those moments. Um, I think that's super, super uh, exciting. And and for that, for things of, of that nature, for sure, I'm excited for. Um, I think I, I'm curious on how well it would work when you are on the go. So for instance, I'm going to Disneyland to test the Pixel. If I had a Google Clips that uh, I could go around and like take with me, but I don't know because they actually recommended not putting it on your clothes. So I'm not mm. sure how that would work. But anyways, I'd be happy to test it out if anyone at the Google Clips team. <laughs> I don't think it's a li- I don't think it's a life cam. I think yeah. it's, it's just yeah. supposed to be a you know a personal at home memory capturer. No, I'm curious if you could still find ways of incorporating it on your vacation though like if you just set it down in some areas, I don't know. I I'd yeah. be curious how well it could take those pictures. It would be it would be interesting. It's it's as a demo of what it what Google artificial intelligence can do. What a wonderful test bed! Because if you could, one, let's say that the if this is successful enough, they do a second generation, which would mean that it by this point it's taken millions of photos uh, from a couple hundred thousand users, and so now it has. When you set it up, you can say, "I don't want any pictures where there's nudity. I don't want any pictures when there's somebody who is eating. If someone's at a table, that's fine. But if someone is actually putting food in their mouth, I don't care how good the lighting is. Don't take that picture. Um, by the way, this is my uh, sister Sheila. She really hates having her picture taken so if her face is visible don't take the picture she's turning away from the camera that's fine but don't take don't take anything that has Sheila's picture in it uh that level of sophistication will get a lot of people who will try the second wave because the 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 it will work of they say it will work for three hours on a charge in uh, the smart uh, capture mode so it's really is enticing the idea of just as you say that i've got i've i've i've, I've I've got. I'm going to be playing with my kids. I don't have kids, but let's say I did, or let's say I rented some from the <laughs> Lonely Freelancers uh, uh, Lifestyle Club of America, uh, or uh, I'm playing with my dog, or I've got my uh, I've got some friends over. It would be fun to have this thing on a shelf somewhere, and then at the uh, after after people have gone home, or uh, maybe by the time we go out to dinner. I'm not looking at three hours of video picture, video captures. I'm not looking at uh, three hours of a picture every 30 seconds. I'm looking at, I'm guessing, 50 or 60 individual images and little motion videos. The motion They're calling motion photos, just little soundless clips of a few seconds of motion. And within five or ten minutes, I can say, if it, if it got those two pictures that are absolutely wonderful and I'm glad someone got that picture, I would start forgetting that I spent 250 bucks for this. Um, but they're obviously, a, and it's, they really do have to be so, so careful about making sure that, again, it looks like a camera, people know when it's on. So people will, it's, there, there are going to be a lot of people and may, this might be generational that they simply can't relax if they know that there is a camera somewhere, even if they know it's there and where it is, that's taking pictures when there's some, when there is, I'm, I'm usually the person who's taking pictures at my family things and so they're 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 used to being startled by me <laughs> holding a camera but they know that there is sort of a i'm approaching i'm holding a camera my let the lens of the camera is pointed at the ceiling i'm saying hey can i take some pictures like while you're unwrapping the pictures but um they people people can people can compress their discomfort into manageable 20 second to four minute chunks and then when andy 
puts down the camera, puts the lens cap back on. They can go back to, you know, <laughs> they, they go back to actually eating cake <laughs> because they know they're not going to get it. There's not going to be a picture of it anywhere. But think of how happy your family is going to be to actually have you in the pictures, Andy. It's Aww. all about taking yourself out of that. It's, it's let, that's, that's, let, no, let the Google t- Taking myself out of that is you. why I wound up being the photographer of the family. Saying, I, can, <laughs> I will not have any pictures of me so long as I'm the person taking the pictures. I mean, the, the last thing I wonder about this is generally to take a good picture, you have to get the right angle, right? So are you going to have to have this thing sitting at just the right angle, like on a tripod or on a bookshelf or something? Like you can't. Probably. Uh, I know the idea is to just whack it on a table or whatever, but now it's at waist height. Like that's that's kind of a weird angle to be taking pictures from. Like you, you kind of almost have to place it in just the right spot. And does that maybe make it a bit less useful if you have to prop it up in a you know exactly the right angle or whatever? I think it's an ambience camera. <laughs> it's for shooting the no. I mean, it's for shooting for shooting the ambience, shooting uh, like Yasmin's suggestion. You know, bringing it to a family gathering, kind of just putting it. Uh, I don't know in the corner somewhere while you're playing with the baby, you know, getting just like little snippets here, there that you wouldn't otherwise get, uh, 250 bucks though. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me sore. I I just want to, I want to add like one thing though. Uh, one of the, one of the comments though about like not capturing the audio, um, like I was thinking about all the Google photos, like the auto awesome memories that it creates, like the films and how it just has music over it. In a lot of ways, like the family pictures that I take, just the audio is like not even uh, there and stuff. So I'm, I'm curious if that was something that was kind of taken into consideration being like, we see that people like maybe the audio is not not really the, the thing they want to showcase if they're just like trying to capture these moments. But anyways, that's just that's just me spewing thoughts. I don't watch a lot of video. I don't play back a lot of video, actually, uh, which is but you know what? I don't have kids yet. So, uh, yeah. If it, it, it is a good articulation of just the whole Google Photos Assistant concept that it's the I, I still it still brings me joy when I come back from I've just I had a meeting in Boston. I was walking around taking a few pictures. Then I forgot all about it until two days later when assistant has out of the 40 pictures I've taken sort of isolated two or three Afternoon that are kind of interesting in enough. Exactly. And put the put the public domain music behind it. But also just said, well, here's actually that can make a good HDR out of this or this is kind of a good landscape. It's it's when you think about it, it really is sort of a net, the next expression of that, saying that it it's not taking every picture, saying here are here are moments from your life that you weren't paying attention to that we thought that you should <laughs> that uh, deserve your notice. Hey, uh, you four, I have a question for you. I guess I'm one of the four. Mm-hmm. So you, you three. Oh, yeah. This is so confusing seeing so many people on Skype. Um, do you, do you all want to be pixel buds? Can we be pixel buds? <laughs> Woo. Yeah. I was just looking at my little stray kitty bud. He came he came to visit me while we were doing a podcast. <laughs> He's at my screen door. Can I can I just can I just quickly I I I I can I, we can edit this out cuz I I'm putting you on the spot Yasmin but is there a brand of medicinal marijuana available through Google or in the parking lot called Pixel Bud? And was that oh perhaps the, how they got the name from? Oh my goodness! Because if there isn't, I'm guessing there's going to be one. Oh yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's okay, <laughs> dude. After lunch, I just got this. Oh I just got this primo gosh. pixel bud. Let's, let's, this is let's, making me think things that is, yeah. Is that from let's, the let's go to the Android Garden and does it does it pop up in the Google Store and the Internal Store? But Google's yeah. a really big global company. Yada yada yada. I don't know what to say to that. 
<laughs> Pixel buds in the car park. Wasn't everybody. even wasn't even thinking about that. All I was thinking about was buddies, being friends with people. Way like to my go, little Andy. cat buddy. Yay! Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, for those of you that have no idea what we're talking about, Google made some Bluetooth um, headphones. They. They, they look like buds, they go in your ears, there's there's a cord that goes between them. Um, five hours listening time, you know, it comes with a little case and it's it's very Apple-like. When you open the case, guess what, guess what happens? It pairs with your, I think it's Marshmallow or above, like phone, if you've got one of those. Um, it's an Android 6.0, I believe. Yes, Android 6, and I believe it works on iOS 10 and higher as well. Um, th- that's all really cool. Bluetooth headphones are all the rage at the moment. If you're going to remove a headphone jack, hey, give people some expensive headphones to buy, $159, <laughs> uh, sure, whatever. The part that got me super excited yes. is... They did a demo on stage where he's like, um, this person's going to talk to me in Swedish and I'm going to talk back in English and it's going to translate between the two. And I had a Star Trek moment. I'm like, oh, my goodness, universal translator. (laughs) If this actually works in real life, we've finally reached the point where we have the the Star Trek universal translator. I'm like, you are kidding me because obviously at no point I assumed that he say, this person's going to be talking to me in Swedish. I'm, I'm going to assume, and this is me assuming at the moment because we don't have all the details, that it figured that out on its own and then it translated that into his Pixel Buds. That that has just blown my mind. I think you do have to tell it. Uh, there, there's a Google Assistant verb. No, Andy, that don't me spoil it for me. Oh, really? At least at least in the docs that uh, I saw from Google, I said that you, you start up by saying it supports 40 languages, so you, you start by saying, help me speak Italian. Uh, I'm guessing... Okay. The, uh, and I'm guessing you can say that in whatever your na- your native language is. You don't have to say. You everyone has to learn the English for how to help me speak, and then whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the demo. I really encourage everybody to look at the live demo during the stage. It was compromised a little bit by the fact that audio was going through like the room PA, so it was kind of hard. And there, and I will say, the first time they did it, you could also it was hard to hear because you heard people going ooh. <laughs> like a genuine ooh but yeah it's like so it was you the 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 swedish speaking person uh every time she held down her her uh, her finger on the assistant button after having engaged this what the, the other person was speaking english and she was hearing a swedish translation in real time not word for word but as soon as there's a pause just like a mm-hmm. un un uh, uh, translator and then she could respond with, she doesn't have to keep her finger on the on the button she just says whatever it is in swedish and then the phone that she's plugged she's connected to will say the translation of what she's saying in english so it seemed like and it didn't it felt like very natural language at no point did, did they say the bus is where in the library go to it's it just some like yes i uh, do i think he was asking how do you like uh, google translate and he said i i like it because it use it's connected to my own google like okay <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a hell of a demo i'm very curious about how it's going to handle uh me speaking romanian because <laughs> my grammar is not i learned my grammar based on whatever i was hearing at home and <laughs> Apparently, I I had posited, I said, oh, I wonder how complicated that Swedish is that she is speaking on stage. And somebody had tweeted me like, oh, it was pretty simplified Swedish. But I mean, I don't know if that's true because I don't speak Swedish and I can't I can't vouch for that. And I don't have anybody who's Swedish nearby me right now to like check with. But yeah, I'm I'm curious about the complexity of the translation abilities, but also I am so stoked for all of the future college kids of the world who can just like go to another country now and wear some headphones to communicate with other people. 
I got to tell you, even if it let's let's say it only goes one way, even if let's say I'm in Italy or I'm in France or I'm in Germany or you know in, in any of these supported countries, and even if all it does is translate to me what people are saying, like even if you don't have that phone speak back thing, that's revolutionary. Like that, that's really cool. If I can just meet someone from another nation who doesn't speak my language and I don't speak their language, but I can actually understand what they're saying, like if that actually works anywhere near where they they advertise it uh, to be. That's that's going to be mind blowing. Like, I mean, if it doesn't work and if it's a complete failure, whatever. Like, no one's interested. But if it does, like, wow, just just wow. So wait, does this mean that UN translators may have to soon fear their jobs? <laughs> the machines have come for your jobs, UN translators. I'll tell you what. Whoever translated that Nintendo keynote, the, the five people in the audience who know what I'm talking about, that that person needed replacing anyway. So that's that that's. Uh, all, all fair for me. Now, for those of you that didn't see it, Nintendo gave this really enthusiastic um, demo in Japanese and there was a guy translating it into English just really slowly and very unexcitedly. And clearly the, the people doing the demonstration were over the top and they're wearing like costumes or whatever. But meanwhile, it's just getting translated <laughs> like this. So, yeah, maybe Google Assistant could have done a better job there. Listen, as someone that's had to like travel to a lot of places that don't speak English, having something like this would be super, super helpful uh, in terms of communicating. And also um, a lot of times like when we've had to meet with people, we've had to have an actual translator, which can be very time-consuming for like getting another party in there and whatnot. So I'm super stoked. So I think I think this justifies expensing it as a business thing, right, manager? <laughs> right? <laughs> Just kidding. She's like, you're never allowed to go on this material podcast show ever again. No, I'm just kidding. That's okay. We we get that a lot from Google employees who come on the show. So don't worry. We're 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 okay. <laughs> so you're you'll, not alone. You'll, you'll you'll still you'll still you'll still get the gift basket of figs and cheeses. That's we'll, we'll still look. But figs. Yeah, there's. <laughs> It's it really it really is such a cool idea. It actually also made me think about other things they could be doing with this sort of stuff. There was uh, during some of the really horrible disasters that have been happening uh, in uh, Puerto Rico and in Texas. Um, there was a one amongst the many many bad stories were uh, how extremely ill prepared to the point of being disgustingly ill prepared. Uh, uh, emergency services are for when they when they're trying to when they're on TV trying to get out really really important safety information to people. They uh, one one uh, district uh, had a uh, had an American Sign Language interpreter who was horrible. Like he, I think he, the story was he wasn't a professionally trained interpreter. He's had a family member who he could communicate with, but he basically was reduced to essentially spelling out words that he didn't know and not always getting it right. And we're talking about that. They're talking about here is the timetable where you need to evacuate. Here's where you can go for medical help. Uh, and that that would be a wonderful project for Google to get into, uh, just as newsrooms often rely on Google Maps and Google Earth for here is what this area looks like the to simply be able to have live audio going to a, a computer generated person delivering a tr automatically translated version uh, in, into uh, American Sign Language or whatever regional version of sign language you need. Uh, it wouldn't. It certainly wouldn't be good, as good as having a professionally trained interpreter, but I'm sure that it would be, if it were just as good as what you're getting through Google Translating, Google Translate uh, just text to text, the ability for any, any sheriff's department, any emergency service to simply click a piece of software, stream something on YouTube and automatically uh, get trans uh, get uh, uh, transliteration and sign language, that would be such a lifesaver for literally for so many people. Yeah. But yeah, th this is such a 
such a such a great just such a great demo this is what we're hoping for when we see a product uh release not like guess what this number is now higher than that number and this other number is lower than that number but don't worry because lower numbers in this case are better than that number you really want something that you're hoping to get to to talk about later on um I've, i was trying to does anybody know does it uh, it's not like uh, the AirPods uh, from Apple where it's just two separate earbuds. They're connected by a cord. I was trying to find out if there's a wire connecting those two earbuds or whether it looks like it's, it's either a, a piece of like nylon cord or it's one of those like premium looking audio cables that actually has the shielding, uh, the, the, the outer case being uh, like woven nylon. I was I trying to figure out what so. they're doing. They have they each have their own individual uh, three individual pogo uh pins on them so that when you seat them in the little charger each one both of them are being charged individually okay that makes sense or at least i mean that's what it looked like i was looking at the picture and i because i was a little like oh nylon cord (laughs) you know (laughs) i will say one other hardware aspect that i'm really excited about is i know a lot of people have problems with things like earbuds Earpods, sorry, not fitting like the particular shape of your ears. Um, they fit me, but I do have a problem with a lot of other um, earbuds that ask you to jam that rubbery thing like inside your ear. There's just see, for I me, like those. Those see, are the I, ones I like. This is yeah. the individual side. Like I really don't because I just that feeling of like jamming something in. I don't like the thing I really like about the Google ones is they have a they have a portion that kind of uh, rests mm-hmm. uh, on the inside of your ear. That's not a technical term, I know. And then they have a, a loop part that goes in the the outer sort of less sensitive part of your ear. And from all accounts, like from the reporters that have that have tried them on and whatever else, apparently mm. it fits and it's comfortable. And yeah, yeah, I know, passing them around. I'm hoping they they clean them each time. But what, what's what's the what's the ear version of pink eye? Because all those people at that, that demo definitely have ear pink eye right now. <laughs> oh, th- thanks for that mental vision, Andy. But I, I'm kind of excited by that because you don't have to jam it into you, and hopefully it sits comfortably and it's good for for jogging and stuff. Like I know I know it looks a little bit you know big and dopey and whatever, but. The fact that it can fit, you know, a whole bunch of ears and comfortably, that that kind of has me excited as well because a lot of a lot of headphones just don't even meet that that criteria. I guess like one thing that I'm excited about the the cord there is that you can pi- like if you're done listening to it or just need to take one out, you can just like let it rest on your neck versus like having to take one out and then put it in your pocket or something. I don't know. That's just my I don't, I don't have AirPods, so I wouldn't know like what that process is is like if that's ever a concern, but. Just like I'm thinking about the way I usually navigate stuff. I was trying to figure that out for myself. Uh, one of the things I like about the AirPods is that you can use just when, when I'm on my bike, I will just keep one ear, one AirPod in like the, the ear that's not facing traffic. Uh, and the as soon as you return the other one to its case, it, uh, the AirPods know what, what's going on and will just use uh, that one. It stays in pretty well. Um, I couldn't do that with I've had other Bluetooth earphones that are connected via wire. Uh, and it doesn't really work because if you unplug one of them, it's the, then that weight is trying to pull like the other one out of your ear. So that's what I was trying to figure out. But we'll we'll, we'll certainly get deeper into this. I'm guessing. Like what just happened uh, to me? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm also like really pleased. Wireless option. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, it's you know I I I I do I do still bemoan I will always bemoan the lack of uh, an earphone jack on phones and now that now that another premier level phone doesn't have it we're going to see a lot more makers kind of ennobled not Domino to do it. Domino effect. I will I, I will I will say that 
it is more convenient not to have something connecting your earphones to the thing in your pocket. I will absolutely allow that. It's just the, the only thing I don't – what I don't like is the once a month or once every two months where I am on – a, on a Radio scale of one to ten, I'm screwed either to the level of three to eight, because in this one instance, I really needed an, a headphone jack and I did not have one. But when you have, maybe this is the way of sort of uh, making it feel a little bit better. When you have a not a cheap pair of thirty dollar Bluetooth headphones, but something that's really cool and does translation, and it's got uh, this. It also has a unlike the AirPods, it's you can tap once for assistant, but also there are tap controls for track skip and uh, adjusting volume and stuff like that. Whereas the AirPods, you have to choose what a tap will mean. Uh, it's it looks. I'm, I'm tempted to pre-order one. They ship on. Uh, do they announce? I don't have it down here. Uh, $159, $159. I don't know when it's shipping. But I don't recall. Cer- certainly um, by the end of the year. I mean, I ordered some. I could tell you when I will receive it. What if, what if you're not special? <laughs> I do, you, listen, listen. I have to I have to tap on that add to cart button just like everyone else. Just so like look, everyone else. I, I, while Yasmin's looking that up, I will tell you here in Australia, $249. We get the famous Australian markup. And again, not available to order. There's just a button that says join waitlist, which is pretty much a fancy way of saying give us your email and we'll email you sometime in the future, Australians. All right. What do you need me to smuggle for you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to turn up to the US with a giant suitcase. We have that here, Flo. We, we have you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna tip people. You're gonna tip people off. They're, the people that uh, the customers say, "Okay, make sure you check people's ears. They're they're <laughs> smuggling electronics inside their ear canals now. The crafty little oh no." But the, let, 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 let's also we should probably start wrapping up. But let's also mention something that was really pleasing me as well. Uh, I've on the day of an announcement like this, there's the notes that I take immediately, and then there's me having to make sure that the notes, the, the things that I was picking up were actually true. Uh, and for instance, among among things, it sounded as though uh, the Google Translate, uh, at actually Google, the Pixel Buds themselves would only work with a Pixel 2. Uh, but no, this these are a little bit like the AirPods in which uh, they will work if you they will work as wireless headphones with anything that's running uh, Android 5 or and higher or iOS 10 or higher. Uh, if you want to use them with Google Assistant, any Android phone that's running Android 6 or higher, if you want to use that cool live translation feature, any Pixel version 1 or version 2. Uh, and actually the same thing goes mm. for uh, Google Clips. Uh, it will work with uh, works. They say, "quote works best with Pixel." Quote unquote. But also iPhone six and up, and will, says specifically will also work with the Galaxy S seven and the Galaxy S eight. So I can't I can't imagine what they were do if it's doing all this stuff on device, all this AI stuff. I can't imagine it requires anything more complicated than a helper app that would require a minimum level of Android to run. But uh, again, I'm I'm I wasn't even on the right side of the country when this thing was announced. So what do I know? And USB-C for charging. Yay. I, for one, Yay. welcome our USB-C overlords. That's the most exciting part about having one plug that just charges everything. It's quick charged. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. The, the, the number of times, it's the same thing with the, the Pixel uh, uh, the Pixel 
ugh, what are they calling it? The, the Pixel Notebook, Notebook Pixel, and I've already purged it from a Pixel Book. Thank you. I knew it was. I knew it was something obvious that, that you have to decide which of the three obvious things they're doing. Uh, but it also it also does uh, USB C charging. So hopefully we're edging closer and closer to the day uh, when I, I have a I, I have a notebook that runs that I need to take a notebook on this trip to New York. I'm leaving for in the morning, and I don't necessarily want to use uh, Windows Notebook item B, but my my MacBook requires like a regular conventional charger. This Windows notebook can recharge on USB C, and just the knowledge that it will be one less damn charger for me to pack mm-hmm. is like, I'll maybe I'll take the inferior operating system so that, or maybe or maybe I'll just order a USB C MacBook <laughs> so that I can avoid packing an extra pound and a half. I feel you, and I know that we're wrapping up. Can I just can I just give a shout out to Sundar and his amazing like speech uh, or you know presentation before the whole hardware show? I know a lot of people yeah. were eager to like get give me the hardware. I just want to see the phones. I just want to <laughs> do that. But it was like it was so googly to just you know go on the stage and kind of talk about the ways that Google is helping a lot of the the places, like especially um, with Google Maps in a lot of places in Africa where they are helping uh, using you know all the all the neat tech to help you know give people addresses and all of that and helping people navigate and bringing the next billion users. Anyways, I just wanted to like, as I was listening to that, that was one of those moments. And, and he kept it pretty short and sweet that it was like, hey, that's cool. All right. Now we're going to get to the hardware, which you're all excited about. But I, I <laughs> like that part. Yeah, they, they also posted. A, I don't. I can't remember whether it was in the live stream or not. But there was also a video I saw today of a, a fun little project where they've re, they've hooked up like an exercise bike with a portable projector screen, so that uh, in the in the video that they showed, uh, uh, elderly people with dementia that their memories are starting to go. It's like, well, where where do you want to go? So I want to let's let's go to the I want to go to the village where like I met my wife and the wife is there. So they get on gets on the bike and with Google Street View is just pedaling, pedaling, pedaling and turning and steering and talking about like, oh, that's where the new pharmacy was like in 1973. And as you as usual, Google at its best, it's like, oh, cool use of technology, very practical, hands-on use of technology. And now I think I need to cry just a little tiny bit. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, have we covered everything? What 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 have we missed? I think we've covered it all. <laughs> I think we've I think we I think we've given our editor a good night's non sleep over <laughs> everything we've talked about. But like we, we very very cool demonstration. You thought we all thought we all thought there was where we it was it was it, was, it must have been hard because again the the leaks from for this particular one were so good. It was like okay, I already know which one I I heard. I've, I'm going to have like my. Pixel XL2 pre-configured pre-order. I'm going to have my finger hovering over the mouse button for the buy it now button. But by the time they start off this presentation, because I know exactly what they're going to announce, but they had some really cool stuff that wasn't expecting and also I thought were super cool. I was really disappointed not to be able to order the Ultra Pixel, but that was just me. Oh, the Ultra Pixel the rumors. Pixel I'm, Ultra. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad our show fell exactly between... <laughs> Yeah, they, they had that in the calendar invite. I thought that was a cool, cool mm. nod to the fact. I don't know why. I, I don't know why you'd want to order a second Ultra Pixel, given that the backpack on the bed behind you has an Ultra Pixel <laughs> splayed out and charging, yeah. hovering three inches above the charging the pad and spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the, the future's like? 
don't want to get I don't want to get you in trouble, but I thought I thought this this ooh, ooh, <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm if I'm supposed to support the lie that the ultra pixel is not a real thing, you need to bring me. I need to wet my beak a little bit. At least give me a loner for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, and on that note, we probably should definitely we should wrap this show. we should sign off. Let us start off by plugging whatever it is in our lives or in our field of view we would like to talk about. Russell, what's going on at Rusty Shelf? Uh, Rusty Shelf needs to get some sleep because he was an idiot and he stayed up for the Google announcement. He's very, very tired. But if you want to find him when he's awake, you can go to twitter.com and you can type in Rusty Shelf and you will find me. Yes. Flo, what's what's, what's new, wonderful, and material? Uh, just come find me on Twitter at oh, that Flow. I'm just doing a bunch of stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I love your I love your your handle because it I feel as though there should be like a 1981 song like oh that flow oh that flow <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm all on it <laughs> oh, that flow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we know where to, we know where we can find Yasmin basically throw a dart at the at Do the you? throw a dart at a spinning globe <laughs> there's probably going to be an instagram from you or something place cool <laughs> trying to smug ultra, to that. smuggle ultra pixels across the border <laughs> to, to the australian yeah you can follow yeah. me at, at yasmin evian uh, i'm sure the 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 lovely material people will put a link in the show notes for y'all um but you can stay connected with us at design.google that is an actual url that will work um and can kind of stay up to date on like what we're doing next i just want to give a shout out to design notes which is a podcast that was relaunched under uh, google design by one of my other the design advocates liam spradlin so uh, definitely go check that out and go uh, keep tabs on all the things that we're doing um um, there's other things in the works. I can't say more than that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a good place to stay connected. It's hmm. exciting. Well, yay, yay for having Yasmin back on the show. If only if only once. I hope you get to come back. Thank you so much for letting me crash the show and just to uh, come and tell Russell that he's going to be destroyed and I will win this pixel race. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's that's, that's right. Ooh. We will, we will definitely. <laughs> you'll definitely want to come back on the show to lord it all over mm-hmm. Russell mm-hmm. to show him that you've got the new pixel. Th- and he this doesn't. is this is where I plead with our listeners because in the past two years I haven't really been the underdog, right? It's been a fair race. It's 50-50, like Yasmin or I could have won. And this year, she works at Google, people. Like, I, I need the listener's help. If there's anyone out there who work, happens to work at a Telstra retailer and has some inside info of the channels and wants to drop me an email, like I said, you can find me, Rusty Shelf on Twitter. Just just ping me. I'm not like, really sure. You're the underdog. You're the one that's won two years in a row. You so, work at Google. So, look, you know? if you work at Telstra, just just contact me. <laughs> Let me know. Just wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We'll, we'll sort this out. Mm. This 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 could be a really close one because Yasmin has the has the inside the, the one might say illegal inside track, whereas <laughs> Russell is a developer who has access to AR core. So if he wanted to, he could just like paint a green dot in his hand <laughs> and basically map a Pixel Two XL into it uh, and and take a proof of proof of life picture that way. So we're gonna have to see which one is who's gonna be more more devious and more deceptive uh, to win a lightly lightly empty and meaningless uh, accolade uh, much like most political processes that you might be familiar with uh, i am uh, andy notgo spell my last name to get access to whatever it is that's worthwhile 
<laughs> according to my synaptic misfirings uh, on Instagram or Twitter or on the web at anotco.com. The stuff I write about technology for pay is at the Chicago Sun-Times website, suntimes.com. That's it for this week. Hope we get to talk again to you guys next week. Until then, have a great week, everybody.